So welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome to Jedi Disruption. These are direct, punchy conversations with leaders on uh, science and technology. Uh, so my name is André Lezucro-Pietri. I'm a direct director of Jedi, which is the Joint European Disruptive Initiative, uh, which is launching uh, grand technological challenges uh, to solve some of our society's greatest challenges in, in healthcare and environment, in, uh, in digital and in, in space and oceans. And today we are absolutely delighted uh, to, to welcome uh, Luca Vere. Hello, Luca. Hi, André. You are, the, you are the CEO of uh, Prophecy, uh, 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 leading a, a startup in artificial vision. You'll tell us all about it. And uh, I shall also tell you that, uh, tell, tell everybody that, uh, that you are on the board of, uh, of Jedi. So uh, you're a key member of the, of the European tech ecosystem. Uh, you're a leading thinker on, on AI and artificial vision. Um, so let's, uh, let's jump immediately into the conversation. Um, maybe about this crisis that we have just experienced and that we're still in. Somewhat technology has been a little bit disappointing. What, what's your take on it? Uh, yeah, but, yeah, so the crisis has been certainly touching all of us. We are still... Uh, going through it uh, and touching all of us from the personal and professional uh, side uh, that's uh, th that's for sure we learn a lot as uh, as as individuals we learn a lot as i learn a lot as 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 an entrepreneur to to navigate i'm still learning to navigate this uh, uh, this this phase which is uh, uh, which is impacting uh, all of us in different uh, in different aspects for sure we see uh, we see an impact on uh, uh, on, on the business side, we see an impact on the fundraising side, we see an impact on the way we, uh, we, are, uh, we are all working. Um, and uh, I think uh, there is, uh, the, for me, the, the, main, the main lessons I'm, uh, I'm learning is, uh, is this appreciation about the, uh, the, the vulnerability we, we have as, as individuals and as, uh, as, um, as uh, companies, in fact. And uh, and uh, and when you make this um, when you make this observation, then the consequence you you need to take is probably to uh, focus more on what is uh, is essential. Um, and for example, we are learning uh, to uh, stay focused on the essential problem uh, we are trying to tackle with uh, with the company, uh, focusing on where the highest opportunities are. Uh, extending, for example, as much as possible our, our runway because we know that we're going to go through uh, a big down downturn, uh, and at the same time, uh, experiencing also to work differently. Right? We work all from home. Uh, at least we have been working now all from home for a long time, and, and actually uh, uh, observing that um, this. You are in the office right now, or are you from home? Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> from home. Uh, so, uh, but uh, we are now. Progressively going back to the office, but I think it's also because I think it's, it's, it's very important also for all of us to 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 reestablish uh, relationship bonds and, uh, exactly. But nevertheless, we also we all actually observed that uh, the remote working was not uh, so bad after all in in, in reality. Yeah. Right? So in, in fact, an acceleration of, of, of exactly yeah, and and then and it was actually for me. Uh, also, the observation, yes, vulnerability for something which uh, was—I uh, don't know if I can say expected—but uh, you know, this pandemic crisis uh, they happen from time to time, 
um, I was uh, actually before the crisis. I I, I went uh, I, I I watched a, a TED talk from uh, Bill Gates, who was actually uh, <laughs> uh, talking about uh, uh, the, the development potentially of of uh, universal flu vaccine, uh, uh, because the, the the thesis there was actually uh, okay. This pandemic they happen from time to time statistically. It happened. Yeah, one, we knew it was not a black swan. It was. No, and, <laughs> they didn't prepare. Right, and we were not prepared. And we yeah. are not prepared. So, and, talking about your uh, your 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 own field, artificial vision, and and let's start also a bit provocatively. When we think about artificial vision, comes to mind the red eye of HAL in uh, in the Odyssey of Space. Comes uh, Terminator. Uh, for for the for those who like the Lord of the Ring, do you remember the Eye of Sauron? So, make us understand how how we can feel reassured about this concept of artificial vision. I mean, what what is going uh, first? What is this technology about, and uh, and uh, how that can have a positive impact on on, on humanity? Yeah, yeah. I in general, the concern is is often the fact that. Um, uh, when uh, normal cameras, conventional cameras, the camera that we see everywhere in surveillance systems, in our smartphone, etc., acquire information, they typically acquire this information as, uh, as images. And the concern comes from the fact that these images then they get uh, acquired, uh, stored, transmitted somewhere, and then processed. And then the concern is again about, okay, um, uh, is there any confidential information? Is there any privacy issue? Uh, because uh, you acquire, for example, data from from the street with your car. For example, you are you are crossing uh, Paris, and uh, and uh, um, you acquire a lot of images, trying to, of course, make your car more safe. But at the same time, you acquire uh, images of, of the surrounding. Yeah, and people can be concerned about that. So the the typical answer to to uh, of this concern is the fact that. Uh, uh, and this is what actually artificial vision is, is, is doing: is is uh, is trying to process as much as possible uh, 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 closer to to where the acquisition is done, so that this uh, this image that contains confidential or private information is actually uh, uh, processed, digested, um, uh, 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 close to the sensor, so that uh, what is then transmitted by the sensor through the cloud. Uh, or through a computing platform, which may be local or somewhere, uh, then it's, it's just a metadata, right? So it's, it's, it's nothing related to uh, what is not uh, application-related. For example, mm -hmm. it's related to detecting an intrusion, it's related to counting a, a number of people, it's related to detecting a pedestrian that is crossing the road, etc. Uh, and and this is already state of play, or is this the future that you're talking to us? is not yet state of the art so actually most of the data today transmitted by these systems are are images that are then uh, okay compressed uh, etc but uh, transmitted but Big brother today is watching you yeah for us yes some actually some in some regions like for example in china they uh, this actually turned to be a, a, a strength right because the fact that you can uh, have all this data available uh, is 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 extremely powerful to to train neural network to make this neural network very highly performing. Uh, so what can be perceived in certain 
regions like Europe uh, a source of concern, in some others is actually a source of power. Uh, with uh, artificial, with um, edge computing or artificial vision, what we are doing with, with prophecy, uh, here the, the, the objective is different because we try to uh, crunch this data actually at the level of the acquisition and only send this, this metadata uh, so that you, you reduce all the uh, huge workload you have uh, at the, at the, um, at the uh, data center level because you can do uh, most of it uh, locally, and then you prevent from uh, having all this uh, this uh, information going through the cloud, and and again raising the concern of privacy, etc. We'll come back because you had some pretty big news uh, for prophecy recently. But first, tell us a little bit where today are the 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 hard problems to crack. I mean, where is today the frontiers of of science and technology? And don't hesitate to be even more uh, specific. I mean, what are still the big challenges? Uh, to 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 do what you what your vision is about processing locally and and also being doing that in real time. I think latency is a key issue. Yeah, yeah for us, uh, the challenges for prophecy or for in general for artificial vision is to try to to make all this process uh, local. So our our model in in prophecy is uh, is the biological model. So we try to uh, emulate the way the human eye works. So. Uh, our vision sensor mimics the eye, our algorithm mimics the brain. Um, and um, what is beautiful in this approach is that uh, our eyes, our brain, are extremely efficient, yet uh, uh, extremely performing. In fact, uh, uh, our uh, biological system is the result of uh, the evolution of um, thousands of years, while in reality, conventional frame-based technology, like we know today, they have been only invented uh, tens of years ago, right? So it, there is a there is a there is an incredible evolution gap that make actually our system uh, extremely extremely performing. But what is the what what is the gap that between technology and uh, and biology? Uh, the gap comes from uh, from the fact that uh, uh, our uh, eyes or our brain they exploit exploit this capability to to uh, acquire and process data in a massively parallel way, uh, which make the system extremely uh, efficient, in fact. Um, and this is very difficult to emulate in, uh, in, in hardware, in microelectronics, right? Because typically, we, we manufacture chips as wafer, as we all know, right? So these wafer are two-dimensional, while our brain is uh, three-dimensional, right? So there is much more we can do uh, in a in a smaller space that we can do with uh, with wafer. But what what has been uh, changing in the past few years, um, and what we have we have been doing recently with uh, with Sony is really the 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 capability now to to stack this wafer. So you can actually put like uh, layers one on one on top of the other. You can connect really. At micrometer level, uh, these this, uh, uh, these layers, which which is close to what neurons do in the brain, uh, not not at the same level of uh, not at the same level of integration for sure, but but not far. And this is fantastic because now you can open the door of this three-dimensional computing, which make uh, this massively parallel challenge uh, possible. So this is something we are currently doing. We we uh, actually reached extremely high level of results, um, which open the door of our technology for application, which are large volume, like for example, uh, IoT, mobile phones, or um, 
autonomous yeah, maybe before you you talk to us about the use cases um what i understand from what you say is that basically i mean we had this uh, neural networks which are basically simulating these different layers uh, on the on the on the algorithmic point of view you are also doing that with the hardware so that's yes. the big news of the, yes. of the yeah. agreement you, you reached recently with with sony absolutely because what we we invented a prophecy is uh, um is uh, is a technology that uh, uh mimic uh, the biological retina and what is the main difference is that uh, a normal sensor like the one that is watching at us in this moment uh is uh, acquiring images one after the other and uh, the 24 frames per second right so you have you have a number of pixels all around these frames but no matter what is happening they all send uh, data a fixed point in time now if i stay stand still right you will keep sending images one after the other through the cloud etc with a lot of data and useless etc because and I, energy and energy involved energy. so the but in fact if we were actually uh, looking at each other in real life your eyes they wouldn't do the same as what your camera is doing now in your in your in your laptop because your eyes they would just give to the brain the update so if I don't move, actually, your eyes send zero data to the brain. And that's fantastic, right? Because if you just send the delta information, the amount of data is extremely reduced. And this is what we have done, uh, which enable, of course, to reduce the amount of data, be much more efficient, and make the process make the, the processing faster, right? Because you can reduce the latency in the processing. Because you don't need anymore to search what is new, because you, you, you know already from the acquisition. So tell us the use cases. I mean, wh what could be the possible applications of all of this? Yeah, actually, the, the first use case for this technology um, was uh, five years ago when we started was for uh, visual restoration of blind. Because when you you start implementing an, a silicon retina, you know that uh, because you emulate the way the retina sends signal to the brain, then you know that uh, you can potentially solve issue related to degeneration of the photoreceptor of the retina. And this is what actually happened, was actually the main reason why initially we started uh, this company. So we partner with a company called Pixion Vision that developed uh, a full uh, uh, medical device. And they use actually our, our, our silicon retina to connect to uh, an implant inside the eye to, to transmit the signal from our camera through the brain um, in a bio-inspired fashion, and this has been actually, uh, to some extent, uh, successful. Then the same benefit of uh, high speed and low power apply basically to any application where machine vision is relevant, uh, meaning uh, where you don't need to produce an image for human consumption, but you need to produce relevant information for machine consumption, like, for example, drone navigation, um, autonomous navigation, uh, surveillance, um, uh, localization and mapping for, for a, uh, a wearable device, etc. Industrial automation, right? Think about all the application of quality control inspection where you need a high-speed camera to count pills, to monitor welding process, etc. Very interesting. Okay. And tell us, I mean, how how is your technology maybe, I mean, we talked about the, 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 the centralized system that is used. I mean, you talked about power. It's obviously very, 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 uh, very scary in some aspects too. Uh, is your technology allowing basically the best of two worlds? That means on, on one side, um, quality uh, vision uh, artificially, and on the other side, avoiding this, this, 
this centralization of data. And, and my, my, my link question is, how do we still allow these sensors to do machine learning on this a huge amount of data that is collected if it's all you know on the edge uh, yes. and not, not centralized? Yeah, so the, the, yes, the sensor is actually different. But maybe let's maybe start with, is, this a, is there some European values inside or, or democratic values inside your technology? Can you claim this? Yeah, that's actually a very good claim. Uh, and uh, yeah, okay, to some extent, um, we can take this claim. So why? Why we can say this technology can democratize more AI? To the extent that it's related to what we were saying at the beginning, the fact that uh, uh, today AI is heavily dependent on uh, the amount of data. So uh, the more data you have, the better model you can uh, you can train. Uh, you 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 build a, a, an edge over time. So what has been is currently be done in China, for example, is uh, is is outstanding, right? Uh, compared to what, for example, other regions have done, because there is also a, 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 a different gap in amount of data. Now. What we do is actually different because um, we don't produce images. We produce uh, relevant information with a factor that sometimes is uh, one out of hundred or one of, out of thousands, right? So, so there is a much less data, yet highly informative. The, the updates that you mentioned, and right. this metadata is, is, is a fraction of the size. Now, so this is per se already a value, but what is even, uh, we believe, a stronger value where we are still working on it because uh, the, to some extent it's not yet proven, is the capability of our technology to generalize uh, the approach to AI. Because what is happening today where you need to train your neural network, for example, to recognize a cat, uh, you, need to, uh, you need to plan for any, any possible scenario. Uh, a cat uh, uh, walking in a, in, a, in, a, in a city, in a countryside, at night, or during the day, et cetera, et cetera, so that the, the neural network is capable to recognize in any situation, any possible situation. So it's difficult actually for the neural network to generalize this situation. This is what actually we are capable to do because the, 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 the differential information, the delta, is light and environmental independent. Whether in my background you had the, you had the, uh, the, the Tour Eiffel or uh, I don't know, uh, the Colosseum, the, the same, right? <laughs> Whether I'm at night or during the day will be exactly the same. The, rel the, the relative change, the derivative is always the same, which means that our data are more generalizable, which of course make the, the approach to the AI then easier because you don't need as much data to train your neural network, right? Very interesting. So we're, 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 I mean, we could spend hours on that, but tell us a bit the, the the, uh, maybe two two last questions. One, this whole debate, and and you see right now there are some concerns in many countries about face recognition. Uh, my personal concern is that we end up with a regulation saying it's bad, and so we freeze innovation. And at the end of the day, uh, we will we will not have our own technology where we can inject these these values. So, how much is this debate on face recognition affecting what you are doing and where you? What is your vision on that? And, uh, and the other question is obviously, I'm pushing again, what are the frontiers? Where do you see the, 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 the next big things? And, and what could happen in Europe? Because you had to go to Sony. Wasn't there a player in Europe that has this level of, of capabilities? Let's be very direct here. Yeah, okay. And let's the, start with the face recognition. 
on the first question, uh, we are not directly impacted there because it's true that a lot of what is done in face recognition is used maybe mostly for social media, maybe for surveillance, etc. While we are more into the machine vision side, now it seems that um, the approach, the neuromorphic approach to face recognition is not based on images, it's based on temporal information. Uh, and this is what our technology uh, is bringing as a value, is that you recognize a face from a, a series of dynamic information of motion. So this may be a way to get around the, the issue, yet uh, still the, the world is made of pictures, so it's difficult for us to push this value forward, unfortunately. Um, and I understand the, the concern you raised, I mean, is a fair concern. Uh, and unfortunately, this is creating some some gap. That, that's why in, in the in the in the race we have to the AI. Maybe that's why maybe thinking of different approaches may be a good opportunity for Europe to actually uh, get back to this race uh, with something which is more disruptive. Because maybe the the old conventional game is is over. In fact, just let's make this observation. Uh, and the second you know, uh, is all about the next big thing. So this this would be typically exactly. something we need to, instead well, of being head on with people who have some advance, let's invent the next generation. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, your question? Uh, yes. I mean, uh, uh, today there are not many foundries uh, or technology provider for what we do. Uh, is very known. I mean. Uh, company, there are only few actually, Sony, Samsung, TSMC in Taiwan. So three are actually Asian and one is European, is STMicro. Uh, but today uh, I mentioned about Sony because they have been the one which uh, decided to make this bet uh, because they believe in the technology, because they believe in the potential of this technology to disrupt. I would have loved, to be honest, to to work with, uh, with ST because I think we are very close, same, same culture, same same uh, same 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 country uh, same language to, to some extent uh, but there is a different level of unfortunately risk appetite and this is unfo very unfortunate for us because today today my shareholding today my partners are 